Hey everyone, I just wanted to share a recent success story I just heard about. Six months ago, Dr. Dushant Patel of Sumner Dental Group in Tennessee reached out to Relevance Marketing because he wasn't receiving a whole lot of traffic from his website or anything online. Relevance expanded the online presence by listing the dental office and all the online directories with consistent information, which is super important, fixing any errors, along with redesigning his website using content that Google upranks, all the while keeping aesthetics and search keywords in mind. They then began to publish blogs and information relevant to dentistry using the search keywords for their area. Now, in just a few months, Sumner Dental was in position number one or number two on the Google Map Pack and organic listings for almost every single dental keyword. They saw an 88.9% increase in phone calls as well as 115% increase in interactions with their Google business profile. Now, if you think having your phone ring almost twice as often with new patients could really change your practice, well, you're right. If you're looking for a transparent, no contracts, no BS, and results-driven online marketing program, look no further than RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. It's who I've been using for almost five years. Can't say enough good things about them. Hey, mention the Dental Practice Heroes podcast and you'll get your first month free. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to schedule your free demo today. That's www.RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Etchison. We're here on Monday, June 12th, 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, summer is here and in full effect. We are less than a month away from our Delta Drop date, and I just wanted to share an update about what's going on at the practice. So we sent out a letter to everybody, and we explained what this means, changing our relationship with Delta, You know what their options are. They can still come see us, yada, yada, yada. You get the whole thing. And we flagged all the patients on the schedule so that we could talk to them in person. Now, we we only had about three months to do this, so we didn't talk to everybody. We didn't do a full recall cycle. And then we also reached out to people that were scheduled for, like, operative treatment or people that were scheduled after the drop date just to let them know. So so we're making sure everybody knows. Now, we're going to get people that are going to be like, oh, I didn't tell me. I'm sure. Whatever. It's going to be fine. We'll deal with it. But this has been my experience thus far with explaining this to our patients. And it's anecdotal. I don't have actual stats on it. But I would say from what my team is telling me and from what I'm seeing, I'm going to say 75 to 80% of our patients, they don't seem to have any issue with this at all after we talk to them. Now, Delta is not going to allow us to take the assignment of benefit, meaning that Delta will not pay us for insurance benefits. They're going to pay the patient directly. So the patient has to prepay and they get reimbursed by Delta. Now, we're explaining this to people but they don't seem to mind. And once that termination date finally hits, I guess we're going to see how many patients really truly don't mind. But thus far, we are retaining way more patients than I anticipated, which makes me wonder, as many people do when they go through this process, is why didn't we do it earlier? Anyway, we got the Delta drop coming in July and everything else probably in the fall. We did Delta first just because we are at a capacity point in which I figured, you know, if we lost people, that's fine. I mean, Delta is very difficult to work with, and I kind of wanted just to do the big tiger first. So I just got back from a vacation. I was just in the Bahamas last week, and I want to talk a little bit about vacations today. When we're solo practice owners, it's really hard to take vacations without looking at the opportunity cost of not practicing. I remember being off for a week knowing I just spent five to $10,000 on this vacation as well as 
Well, you think about what is the opportunity cost of me closing the office for a week? That might be twenty, thirty thousand dollars in office production. So, like our knee-jerk reaction as solo practitioners is to not take many vacations. Same thing with being associates. We just don't take many vacations because we know we're not getting paid unless unless we're producing. So here's some things to think about. Studies have proven that taking vacations is critical for our mental health and it can really do wonders for the relationships that matter in our lives. It helps fight burnout. It helps us reset. It helps us realize why we work so hard to begin with. Many of our habits around how often and how we vacation will have a lot to do with how we were raised and, and like the values that our parents instilled in us about spending money on experiences as well as taking time off, taking time off from work. So it's helpful to really examine how you were raised, how you grew up, and what kind of like feelings and values do you have around taking vacations? Is it okay to spend money on experiences? Is this frivolous spending in your experience? What do you really think? And is it true? Like get down to like the heart of like, how do you feel about taking vacations? But know this. I mean, you can take vacations as a solo practitioner or as an associate. I mean, it's way easier when you're an owner with associates and the practice just stays open, keeps seeing patients. But I want to explain how I found it helpful to take time off from the office before I was an owner with associates. So when are the slow months? When are the slow times in your office? I promise you that you could take off one or two weeks, like right when school starts in the fall, like at the end of summer, and you would barely even see a drop in production. You might not even see a drop in production. Because the thing is, is when we close our schedules, it really just condenses our schedules to the days that we're open. So when we have months that are typically have less volume, maybe like end of August, beginning of September, February, we can shut down and not really see any difference in production, which is nice. So like, try that out, see what happens. I remember taking off one week at the end of the summer, and then I took two, and then I took three, and it never really changed anything. I would say I didn't take three until I had associates, but taking two off, I would always still take two off before I had associates because we didn't see the drop in production. You can also take off weeks in which you would already be off some of the days. So like think about Christmas time, 4th of July, Thanksgiving week. If you're already going to be off on those holidays anyway, why not just take the rest of the week off? When I was working Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays, if there was a holiday on one of those days, I would always take off the other two since mentally taking off two days sounds a lot better than taking off all three. And that way you can take off a whole week without really, I guess, taking off a whole week. Another thing you can do is you can commit to saying, hey, I'm going to work four full weeks each month. And just by luck of the way the calendar works out, four or five times a year, that end of the month will be in the middle of the week. So meaning that you would, if you worked that week, you would work four and a half work weeks that month, as well as four and a half the following month. So why not just take off that half week? And you'd still work four full weeks in the month before and four full weeks in the month after, and you got that one week off in between. So if you just say, hey, I'm going to work four full weeks every month, that would give you four four weeks off every year, right? I mean, that would be 48 weeks a year that you would work in, in four weeks off. Here's some other tips for when you're on vacation, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to disconnect from the practice, right? You need to set boundaries with your team. You got to let them know that you don't want to be bothered with anything and that everything can wait until you come back. Now, some people are like, well, it was an emergency. It wasn't. It just, it just wasn't. Even if the place is burning down, chances are it can wait until you get back. I mean, I know you'd probably want to know about that. Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. But let your office manager or a trusted person on your team be that gateway to you if someone needs something. So let your team know, hey, if you need something from me, talk to this person. They will decide if it can wait or they will contact me. I don't want everybody contacting me. You let your team know that you won't be responding to any texts or emails and not to text you. And if someone abuses that and does it, just don't reply. I mean, you're trying to disconnect from work. So make sure your team knows that. A lot of times team members, they just don't realize 
if a quarter of the team texts you in one day for one simple little quick question, I, I just had, it was real quick. It was real quick. I texted you. I know, I know you don't want to be bothered, but it was a super quick text. If a quarter of them do that, that's a lot of texts every day. And this was something that my team really didn't understand as we grew is that sometimes I was getting texted from like 10 people every single day about 10 different things. And it was draining, not to mention if I'm on vacation. So I promise you that everything can wait. 99.9% of things can wait. And (laughs) don't respond to them. Wait till you get back. I'm telling you, a lot of them are just going to resolve themselves without you even responding. Just trust me. When you're on vacation, commit to being present with your family. I mean, don't pick up your phone when you're just sitting there doing nothing. Like, find that comfort in that nothing. And if you can really embrace the nothing of the present, I mean, you find something pretty awesome that we often overlook, that it's okay just to sit and do nothing. You don't have to fart around your phone. You don't have to check news. You don't have to check email. Just sit. Just be. Listen to the sounds around you. Look at what you're seeing. Look at your family. See what you're doing. See those kids grow up. Like, really get in that moment. Try to get in it. And make sure you get everything done that you need to get done before you leave. Don't leave unfinished business. And I'm going to give you a little inside information right now. I didn't just come back from the Bahamas. I'm actually going to the Bahamas tomorrow, but I'm recording this early. So maybe I shouldn't have shared that. But yeah, I'm actually recording this early. So when this releases, I will have come back from the Bahamas, but I'm recording this before I go. So get your things done before you leave so that you don't have to do them when you get back. And also when you come back, it's really helpful to try to sneak in that office after hours and get caught up before you start seeing patients again. There's nothing more stressful than coming back from vacation, having a desk full of things and requests, and you walk in and you start seeing patients and you're trying to get things done. People keep popping in your office because they've been waiting for you to come back to talk to you about things and you're trying to get caught up. It's just not a good place to be. So try to sneak into that office before patient care so you can get caught up. And lastly, when you do take a vacation, Use that opportunity to see how the team operates without you. What things did they need you for? Why did they need you for this thing? Is this a delegation opportunity? What things did they handle that you would normally handle when you were present? And can someone who handled them while you were gone, can they handle them in the future forever? Don't miss the chance to really reflect on what happened in the business when you left. I take anywhere off from like 14 to 16 weeks a year now, but I had to build to that. And you can't build to that if you are unwilling to take any time off. And when you do take time off, you don't really look at what happened and different opportunities that come from it. So it's one of those things like, don't go in and just take a month off from work. I mean, take a week off first, then take two weeks and then see what your team can do. Train them, find out what they need you for, find out what they don't need you for. And chances are, man, you've heard me talk on this podcast. The team doesn't need you for a whole lot. They are smart people, and if you built the right team and you got the right people on your bus, man, you're really set, and it's a really good place to be. But do remember, I mean, we all need time off. We need time off with our families. We're only going to be young for a finite amount of time. Our kids are only going to be young for a finite amount of time. There's no reason that you need to save every single dollar you make so that you can enjoy life at some later date. Enjoy it now. I mean, the idea of working until we're 65 and that retirement starts then, that's old. It's outdated. Life is better lived if you find a nice balance between working and not working. So don't be afraid to take the vacations that you need and deserve. And being a dental practice owner, man, just being a dentist in general, it's such a great industry to really be able to take that time off. We've earned it. You know, we deserve it. And our jobs are hard and they're really hard on our bodies and they're hard on our minds and our emotions and psychologically but we need that time off to avoid burnout. So take that time off. I promise your practice is not going to fall apart without you. So 
Thank you so much all for listening. Everybody have a great summer and we will talk to you next time. I guess I should have known